Welcome to Speaking of Travel with Marilyn Ball. Sit back and be carried away to places around the world and right here in our own backyard. No passport required. Hi, this is Marilyn Ball, and you're listening to Speaking of Travel right here on News Radio 570 WWNC 880 and 92.9 The Revolution. And be sure to visit the Speaking of Travel website, speakingoftravel.net. You'll find lots of past podcasts, travel tips, and so much more. I am so excited today. We have the most outstanding show. It is all about Merle Fest. We're going to have a rocking show, and we are starting right now with the festival director himself, Mr. Ted Hageman. Welcome to the show, Ted. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank you, Marilyn. I appreciate being here very much. Hey, so listen, this is going to be my first time going to Merle Fest. I have lived in Western North Carolina for 40 years, never been to Merle Fest. I want you to tell us all about it because I am so psyched. Great. Well, Merle Fest is located in Wilkesboro, North Carolina, uh, which is basically between Boone and Winston-Salem. Um, we're we're based on a college campus, uh, Wilkes Community College, and the purpose of Merle Fest is it is a fundraiser to raise mon- money for scholarships and capital projects at Wilkes Community College, and that's why it was originally started. Um, it was also started to memorialize the son of Doc Watson, and Doc Watson, of course, we all know. And Doc lived about 30 minutes from our campus. And the reason Doc came on board was the festival was started to uh, raise money for the Gardens of the Census that is built here on our college campus. And originally it was supposed to be a two-hour fundraiser, but after Doc got involved and called a lot of his friends in Nashville, uh, it was decided that it needed to become a multi-day a uh, little mini festival, and this was 31 years ago. So Doc called all of his friends, and, and they came, and we had about 2,500 people show up at the very first um, festival, which at that time was called the Eddie Merle Watson Memorial Festival. But through the years, um, Merle Fest has grown from roughly 2,500 people to last year, which was our 30th festival. Uh, we had uh, between 80, uh, 80 and 83,000 uh, participants over the four-day time period. So uh, it's just amazing how this thing has grown. And I think one of the reasons that it has grown so much is because uh, we've we've looked into making sure that we take care of the details. We make sure that we take care of people. And um, I think when you come, you'll be pleased to see a clean, safe environment. Uh, we are a family environment. Uh, we do not sell or, or serve alcohol at Merle Fest. And um, we have many people that come year after year uh, from all over the country, actually all over the world. Last year we had people here from 48 states and 11 foreign countries that came to Merle Fest. And so uh, we hear so many positive things about the experience, and that's what we try to do. We pay attention to the details and, and, and make it a good atmosphere to enjoy music. We have 13 stages scattered all across the campus of Wilkes Community College. Some are indoors and some are out of doors. And um, we'll have about 120 artists uh, 
over over that four-day time period on those 13 stages. Some of the artists this year that we'll be f- uh, featuring, uh, we do have the Steep Canyon Rangers coming with a special guest, Mr. Steve Martin, will be here on Sunday. Also, Chris Christofferson, uh, Jamie Johnson, the Mavericks, Bela Fleck and Abigail Washburn, Robert Earl Keane, Rhiannon Goodens, Sam Bush, The Devil Makes Three, Jerry Douglas and Tommy Emanuel, and I could go on and on, but we would run out of time. So uh, roughly uh, a little over 120 artists on the 13 stages over four days. Uh, It's a tremendous value, um, and I think if you go to our website, merlefest.org, you can look and find out the prices of tickets. We have single-day passes. We have multi-day passes. We have reserved seats. And then we also have the opportunity for people that say, you know, I'd love to go, but I just can't afford it. We, uh, we offer uh, a volunteer program, and we'll use between six and 700 volunteers during the festival to put this thing on. We count on them to, to do great work. And if you sign up to volunteer, you work a four-hour shift, and then you can come to the festival for free. So it's a great way to come, and no one can say, I can't afford to go to Merlefest because we've got a way for you to do that. Um, I mentioned about value. Uh, You'll find our ticket prices to be uh, more than reasonable, and we do offer free parking, a free shuttle from the parking lot on a scout bus, Boy Scout bus, all the way to the front gate. And then um, once you get there, we'll give you a free program book, uh, giving you all the information about the festival, and we also let kids 12 and under in free with a paid adult. So, um, and they can participate in all different types of children's activities at no extra charge. So it's truly a great value for for people to come, and uh, that's what we try to make it. We try to make it affordable and a great experience for our festival goers. Well, Ted, I am really excited about coming up. I'm going to look forward to meeting you. And I have a quick question for you. So in in all the years that you've been there, tell me one thing that is your very favorite part of Merlefest. I love it on Thursday at 2.30 when they open those gates. To me, that is so exciting because we've been building all year year for that. And the folks are ready to come into that gate. And when, when that fence drops... They are so excited and smiles on faces. It's just the best feeling in the world. Oh, my goodness. And that starts this next Thursday, April, what, 26th? Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, gates open at 2.30 that day and at 9 a.m. on all other days, and it goes through Sunday. And it goes all the way through Sunday leading up to the big concert with Steep Canyon Rangers and Steve Martin. Correct. That is going to be so much fun. Well, Ted, thank you so much for being on the show today. And I'm looking at the weather. It looks like it's going to be an awesome weather time, springtime up in the mountains. We're excited, and you're right. The the forecast is looking great, so we want to invite everybody to come and join us. Well, tell us one more time the, the website address. It's merlefest.org. And you can get tickets there? You can get tickets there, or you can call our box office, which is 800-343-7857. Perfect. Thanks, Ted, and I will see you next week. Thanks, Marilyn. Look forward to it. All right. Bye now. Bye-bye.
Hi, this is Tina Kinsey, and I am with Asheville Regional Airport, and I have a travel tip for you today. All travelers need a government-issued ID when traveling, the most common being a driver's license or a passport. But have you ever thought about what you would do if if you lost your ID when traveling? No matter what, this scenario would be a headache. However, an easy step you can take ahead of time to expedite replacement is to make copies of your IDs and have these with you when you travel. You could even take photos of your IDs and have them stored in your phone or email scanned copies to yourself. That way, you will have the information you need at your fingertips when you begin the process of replacement. Any real estate company's success is a reflection of its attention and care provided to its clients. Appalachian Realty Associates are proven to have the best agents around. And if you're looking for a place in Asheville and Western North Carolina, they'll help you find properties as unique as you are. Visit them at AppalachianRealty.com or at their welcoming bungalow office on Arlington Street near downtown. Appalachian Realty, helping people call Asheville home since 1979. Fly me to the moon, let me play among the stars, and let me see what spring is like on... Hi, it's Marilyn Ball. Welcome back to Speaking of Travel. Hey, we are having an exciting show today. It's all about Merlefest. Merlefest coming up pretty soon. And listen, Speaking of Travel is sponsored by the Asheville Regional Airport. They've got airlines coming in and out with nonstop destinations. Just go to flyavl.com. And if you're coming into the Asheville area, through the Asheville Regional Airport and you're looking to buy a house or a bungalow or a a place out in the country, be sure to go over and visit my friends at Appalachian Realty. They've got some great great concepts on how to buy right here in Western North Carolina. They'll help you out. And listen, I am heading up to Merlefest next week. It's my first time, and I am so excited to have with us today uh, Tim Chasen. He's here. He's with the East Pointers. They're going to be playing up there at Merlefest. And Tim, I am so excited to have you on the show today. Yeah, thanks a lot for having me. Yeah, yeah, how are you doing? I'm doing great. So listen, Good. I've been listening to your music, and it is really awesome. It's so unique. I want you to tell us a little bit about the the tradition of where your music is coming from and what it means to people when they hear it. I mean, it's really great. Tell us about it. Yeah, well, um, the uh, the band consists of uh, the three of us. So my first cousin, Cody, uh, and I, Cody Chasen and Jake Sharon, and uh, yeah, we're from um, Prince Edward Island, which is the east coast of Canada, just a small little island that's kind of tucked above Nova Scotia, over that way, for any of your listeners who know where that is, and um, yeah, it's it's kind of rooted in um, in traditional music, it, uh, the style of music goes back, you know, seven generations, actually, in Cody and I's family of, um, of traditional uh, roots, like fiddle players, and and songwriters and and um so for us just growing up and it was just kind of a natural thing to, to play music because everybody did we had a big family and um but when we started the east pointers we we uh it was just for fun i guess originally just kind of playing playing tunes and writing songs and and it just eventually grew into uh tons of um like experimentation with like contemporary music a bit and like just 
Yeah, so basically it's just like tunes that are half these songs that kind of make you think a bit and, uh, you know, focus on the harmonies and making sure people are smiling and dancing is kind of the, the main thing. Well, tell me a little bit about the traditional music aspect of it. You were talking about the Canadian um, uh, traditions. Give us a little bit of background on what that is even about. Yeah, well, really, like, if you go back in, in the history of the East Coast of Canada, it was uh, really, like, um, a French area, um, Acadian music, and of Acadians, and, and then, um, and then all, like, a lot of Scottish people landed, and, and Irish, and, um, and they're, yeah, so they, they brought their music with them, and, and I think, for some reason, it, uh, I think, because it's so secluded also, um, as well, like, the, the East Coast a bit, um, it really kept their traditions like uh like fiddling and, and dancing and like the square dancing and all and all that kind of stuff. Just um yeah, it really kinda of stuck in certain areas of the east coast of Canada and it it was just no one thought about it or really tried, it seemed like it just kinda of happened. It's just yeah, and it's still vibrant today actually. Um yeah, it's pretty neat. Yeah, and it's been going on for generations. Well, tell me a little bit about this, um, the the song Party Wave that was inspired by this <laughs> surfing experience that you had in New Zealand. What was up with that? Uh, <laughs> uh, well, yeah, we tend to kind of write songs and scenes about, um, I mean, obviously the tunes have no lyrics, so you just kind of draw upon, you know, what you're, what you're doing or, or what you're encountering. And that just happened to be, like, we aren't really good surfers at all actually but we we like to do it when we can and um we were in new zealand we actually do a lot of touring in new zealand and australia and and we all were falling all over the place and we thought that we'd make a joke about it because we all caught one wave at the same time and apparently that's called the party wave and anyways we um yeah we kind of joke about it because we're actually terrible surfers but party wave makes us sound like we're good surfers that is so funny. So tell me, when did you first pick up the fiddle? You and your, uh, is that your cousin, Cody? Yeah, my cousin Cody plays the tenor banjo, and he also plays the fiddle too, but um, not in the band. But we, um, yeah, we, we've been playing together since we were a little kid. So, like, uh, I think I was about five or six years old when I started playing the fiddle. And um, all of my brothers and, and all of my cousins all played. And, um, yeah, it was just something that everybody did. And, and, uh, yeah, lots of them still do it and still play. And when we get together as a family, it's just all of the kind of music is what kind of kept everyone together. So that sounds really great. So have you been? Have you guys been to uh, Merlefest before? No, but we're like extremely excited to get there. <laughs> yeah, we've heard so many like amazing things, and just looking at the lineup is pretty mind blowing. So. Yeah, um, you're in yeah. with some good company over there. Yeah. Well, that'll be cool yeah. because it's my first time too. So we'll oh, cool. we'll be able to see it all with all, brand new eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, tell yeah, us. We're, we're really, really excited because, um, and we have some friends that are playing there too that have been there before, and just I'm sure they'll show us some of the ropes. But we're yeah, just looking forward. It's always cool to go to a festival that you haven't been to before, and especially with like um, such a, a rich musical like culture yeah um, yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be really awesome to see it all there and you know here in western north carolina where merle fest is um uh, right you know where the festival is located a mm. uh, lot of history of uh scotch irish uh you know a long tradition of uh, yeah. beautiful music and uh incredible pickers and fiddlers and 
Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's so many great players from down there that, yeah, I just can't wait to see everyone. <laughs> I know. You're going to have so much fun. Well, tell yeah. us where we can get more information about the East Pointers. Yeah, well, I mean, you can check us out um, on all the social media platforms, I guess, like Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. But we also have a website, which is um, eastpointers.ca. Dot so, .ca. Yeah. Okay. So .ca. it's eastpointers.ca. Yeah. Gotcha. So tell me one thing that is just psyching you out about going to Merle Fest. Well, I think one really cool thing is, um, like, Chris Christopherson is going to be there. And um, also, yeah, just the just like the whole general lineup of like, and, and also one, one great thing about, um, as a musician, a touring musician is, um, is seeing your friends that you kind of meet at different festivals. And then whenever you get together again at festivals, you're like, uh, Lindsay Lou and the Flat Bellies and we, we band of three. And, um, yeah, like all those guys, it's just like, it's always really neat when people connect through music. And I think that that's what it's all about. So that's what I, I would say. That's what we totally took to it along with all the, amazing like Jerry Douglas and everyone else that's going to be there. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. So do you guys travel quite a bit? We Yeah, we're pretty much on the road all the time, although we just had a couple of weeks off and we're that's why we just all landed in Newark here to start our tour um, today. Um, we have a show in New York City tomorrow night, but we yeah, it's it's pretty constant and, and it's uh, it's been great like kind of all around the world and, and um, yeah, doing what we do we, we love it, so well, that is so cool. Well, thank you, Tim, for being on the show today. It's really been a lot of fun, and congratulations on starting your new tour. And uh, And I can't wait to meet you guys at Merle Fest. That's April yeah, 26th looking- through the 29th. Yeah, thanks so much, Marilyn. Thanks for having us today, and we'll see you there. Okay, sounds great. Thanks a lot. Yeah. All right. Bye. bye. With 50 flights every day to and from cities like Atlanta, Charlotte, and Chicago, you can fly to hundreds of worldwide destinations with one easy connection. Choose Allegiant, American, Delta, or United right here from Asheville Regional Airport. And when you fly home, you're home. Asheville Regional Airport. Take the easy way out. As newcomers flock to Asheville over the last 50 years, they join with locals to breathe new energy into the city. Marilyn Ball traces the bonds of community that give rise to Asheville today in her book, The Rise of Asheville, an exceptional history of community building. It's available at Malaprops, Barnes & Noble, Loft on Broadway, and Amazon.com.
Any real estate company's success is a reflection of its attention and care provided to its clients. Appalachian Realty Associates are proven to have the best agents around. And if you're looking for a place in Asheville and Western North Carolina, they'll help you find properties as unique as you are. Visit them at AppalachianRealty.com or at their welcoming bungalow office on Arlington Street near downtown. Appalachian Realty, helping people call Asheville home since 1979. Your business trip shouldn't start with a road trip. Hundreds of global destinations are just one connection away. Starting at Asheville Regional Airport, fly Allegiant, American, Delta, and United. Asheville Regional Airport, your local connection to the world. Visit flyavl.com to plan your next trip. Fly me to the moon. Let me play among the stars. Let me see what spring is like on... Welcome back to Speaking of Travel. This is Marilyn Ball, your host, and we are having a really great time today talking about Merle Fest. You know, Merle Fest was founded in 1988 in memory of the son of the late American music legend, Doc Watson, and his son, Eddie Merle Watson. It's a celebration of traditional plus music. It includes all kinds of really wonderful rooted music of traditional and Appalachian region and old time and classic and bluegrass and you can travel to Merle Fest it's not that far from Asheville North Carolina it's only about an hour and a half and you go up into the mountains it is so beautiful up there and Boone right outside of Boone North Carolina on the campus of Wilkes Community College and they've been doing it this is the 31st year that they're having Merle Fest it takes place April 26th through the 29th this year. It's the primary fundraiser for the WCC Foundation, and their mission is to fund collegiate scholarships and capital projects and all kinds of educational needs right there on campus. And I'm telling you, this year's lineup is something else, and one of the bands that's playing is one of my favorites. It's a band called Town Mountain. They're they're from right here in Asheville, and my guest is Jesse Langley. Jesse, hey, how are you doing? I'm doing well, Marilyn. Thanks for having me. So is Town Mountain named after Town Mountain right here in Asheville? <laughs> it most certainly is. I am psyched. It, it, it's, it's a landmark in Asheville, and if you know, you know. And if not, then it just sounds like a, a nice generic name. It's, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's named after Town Mountain. That is so cool. So, Jesse, tell me a little bit about the band and when you got started and what you've been up to. Well, the band is from Asheville. Um, we've been around since about 06, 07. Um, and, uh, you know, the the core of the band over the, the duration of that time period has been myself and Robert Greer and Phil Barker. And uh, over the course of the years, we've had bass players and fiddle players rotate. But at the moment... We have Bobby Brodoff Fiddle, who's been with us for about six or seven years, and Zach Smith on bass, who coincidentally is from Fosco, North Carolina, which is right close to Boone and all them real fast happenings. So uh, we got kind of a local boy uh, to that region with us now. And, um, you know, we kind of all met through the music scene in Asheville. It's a really easy answer to the, to the question about how did the band start. You know, the, the, if your listeners don't know, the, the art scene in Asheville is, is really top-notch, and that 
you know, there's music and pottery and photography and on down the line, there's a lot of talented people here. And they all seem to mingle with each other. So that's just how we all met was through the social scene and the music scene in Asheville. So um, you've been doing a lot since you started. You, It, it sounds like you've even uh, debuted at the Grand Old Opry. What was that like? A little little gig called the Grand Old Opry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, we did that. We debuted not last year, but the year before, and then played at our second time last year. And uh, I'll tell you, it was an amazing experience. Um, the first time in there for first-timers like Town Mountain, I'm not going to lie. You know, it was it was a, a little uh, nerve-wracking to be walking the halls of the backstage and literally having the, you know, country music stars and Opry members just backstage milling around like it was their living room. And, uh, you know, everybody was extremely nice, um, including the, the superstars. Uh, and it's like the most top-notch professional thing you've ever seen. So the first time in um, was nervous, you know, a little, a little nerve-wracking, but we did it, and we got a great response. And then the second time in, we were like seasoned veterans. So hopefully we get to get back there soon. Yeah. So it sounds like you've been working on a new album, too. Tell me a little about that. Yeah. Um, finally getting back into the studio after a couple of years of not being able to do that. And, uh, yeah, we just... We had about six or seven days in January at Echo Mountain here in Asheville. Great studio, um, nationally renowned and, and used by all, you know, all genres of music. And that church sound in there is just phenomenal. So we, we recorded there, and uh, we had our good friend Caleb Clowder, who is from uh, Portland, Oregon area, who plays uh, in a band called the Foghorn String Band, which um, may not be a household name, but they are certainly one of the best um, string bands out there today. And we really respect Caleb and his musicality and sensibility and, and just his personality. So we had a good friend slash great musician come in and um, take these 11, you know, 11 original songs Um which Town Mountain has pretty much done. 98% of our material is original material. And uh, we got some other guests um, in the studio with us, Miles Miller, to play drums on the whole project. And uh, Miles is uh, Sturgill Simpson's drummer. And then um, our good buddy Tyler Childers come in and sing on a tune with us. So, And there's some songs on there that are slight departure from our bluegrassy stuff, but there's still bluegrassy stuff on there, no doubt. And where do you get inspired for your songwriting? Wow. That's a, that's a, a deep question. You know, I will say, um, you know, life experience for sure, but being on the road, um, you know, as a touring musician uh, opens you up to all these different experiences that, um, you don't always get to to go through. You know, you're you're constantly in a in a situation where you're making people happy because you're performing and they're there to hear your music. So that's inspiring. And we often get out into the audience and just 
make new friends and, and hang out with those people and let them know that, you know, there's no difference between them and us. And that constant social interaction, I think, also helps get inspired to write songs. And I'm speaking for myself there. I think every songwriter uh, has their own process. But even as a songwriter, I don't think you have one specific process. I think things just happen as the way they will, you know. Yeah. Well, your songs and your lyrics are so beautiful. And and I know you've got a large fan base. And this is not your first time at Merlefest, right? It is not our first time. This is our fourth time at Merlefest. And um, always exciting as the last. Uh, it's like, you know, it's kind of the flagship festival to kick the season off. That's um, and what a way to kick it off with Merle Fest. It's, it's such a, the magnitude of the festival is hard to describe unless you actually go and experience it for yourself. It's, you miss more than you'll ever see, which is really cool. Um, I, I just get excited going to Merle Fest. It's, you, you see a lot of your friends, a lot of the industry people are there. Everybody's there. Everybody's in a great mood because it's the beginning of the season, the springtime and, um, I haven't even got to the quality of music yet, you know? Yeah. And that, and that you know, it's like, and, and, and on top of that, you have amazing performers from around the world, multiple genres, um, which is also a really nice thing that Merle Fest has always done was, was kind of be really inclusive and give everybody a taste of all these different styles of music. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm excited. It, it's going to be great. And you guys are uh, hosting the Midnight Jam with Jim Lauderdale. And you're also uh, hosting the Saturday Night Barn Dance, which is a Merle Fest first. Yeah, well, um, wait, the barn dance itself? Yeah, that's what it sounds yeah. like. Yeah, yeah. So that's um, going to be a lot of fun. Well, the Midnight Jam thing is really exciting. Jim's a good friend of ours, and we've we've played multiple shows with him backing him up on his music. So it's, it'll be good to, to get out and hang with him. And I know that there's, um, some things cooking up for that. It's going to be a good one. Yeah. Uh, I think, you know, uh, I think we'll see, you know, I think I said recently, uh, headliners to first timers. I just think it's going to, it's going to be a good evening. It is and, going to um, be a great evening. Yeah. Looks like the weather's going to be great. It's, you know, uh, I had Ted on earlier, Ted Hageman. He was talking that they're expecting eighty to 85,000 people attend over this four days. Wow. Yeah, that's really awesome. You're going to get a lot of social interaction for writing some new songs, Jesse. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> well, I look forward to meeting you, and I want to thank you so much for being on the show. And I'll tell you what, this afternoon I'm going to drive up Town Mountain, and I'm going to think about your band. Well, great. Glad to hear that. And thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. You bet. I'll look forward to meeting you. Same here. Bye, Jesse. Bye-bye.
50 flights every day to and from cities like Atlanta, Charlotte, and Chicago. You can fly to hundreds of worldwide destinations with one easy connection. Choose Allegiant, American, Delta, or United right here from Asheville Regional Airport. And when you fly home, you're home. Asheville Regional Airport. Take the easy way out. Any real estate company's success is a reflection of its attention and care provided to its clients. Appalachian Realty Associates are proven to have the best agents around. And if you're looking for a place in Asheville and Western North Carolina, they'll help you find properties as unique as you are. Visit them at AppalachianRealty.com or at their welcoming bungalow office on Arlington Street near downtown. Appalachian Realty, helping people call Asheville home since 1979. Your business trip shouldn't start with a road trip. Hundreds of global destinations are just one connection away. Starting at Asheville Regional Airport. Fly Allegiant, American, Delta, and United. Asheville Regional Airport, your local connection to the world. Visit flyavl.com to plan your next trip. Fly me to the moon. Let me play among the stars. And let me see what spring is like on Hi, welcome back. It's Marilyn Ball. You're listening to Speaking of Travel. And listen, be sure to go to the Speaking of Travel website, speakingoftravel.net. You'll find lots of past podcasts and shows and travel tips and photos and blogs and all kinds of fun stuff and everything you need to do. Speaking of Travel, right there on speakingoftravel.net. And listen, we are talking about Merle Fest. And I'll tell you what, I am psyched because I get to go to Merle Fest next week for the first time. It's the weekend of, it starts on Thursday, April 26th, runs through Sunday, April 29th, ending with that big concert by the Steep Canyon Rangers and special guest Steve Martin. It is going to be 
awesome. And I'll tell you what, all you need to do to buy your tickets is to go to www.merlefest.org. That's merlefest.org. Or you can call 1-800-343-7857 and get your tickets right there. And I'll tell you what, it's not that far. Boone up in Boone and Wilkes County and Wilkesboro is just so beautiful. And spring is starting to sprung finally the leaves are uh, are starting to come back on the trees and it's going to be a beautiful weekend so you need to get yourself up there to Merlefest there's going to be a great lineup this year and I'll tell you one of my bands that I'm looking forward to seeing is an is a band called New Blue and here with me today is Carolyn Ruth and she is one of the band members with New Blue Carolyn thanks for being with us today Hi, Marilyn. It's great to be talking to you. Well, I'll tell you what. I've been listening to your music, Carolyn, and it is just so much fun. I want you to tell me a little bit about how this music is happening. Oh, wow. Uh, well, New Blue has been in business now since 2003, so we've covered quite a few miles. We're on the road about 200-plus days a year now, um, taking our style of bluegrass all over the country, and we just have a great time. We've got a uh, brand-new CD called Vagabonds. And it's it's just a very eclectic mix of high energy and fun songs that have a message. And not only can you tap your foot to it, but you can cry along with it a little bit, too. And it's you and your husband, is that right, who are in the band? Yes, ma'am. Myself and my husband, Daniel. Um, I play bass. Daniel plays guitar. We both sing. And then we've got a banjo player, Calder Baker, and a mandolin player, Justin Harrison. Wow, that sounds great. And you travel a lot. Tell us a little bit about your traveling. You, are you going all over the country? What what kind of itinerary are you guys doing? We are. We go everywhere. Um, we travel coast to coast, up into Canada. We'll be in Mexico next year. Um, it's, it's just been great. It's a busy schedule. We stay out more than we stay in. I always tell everybody that uh, I carry my home on my back. In our bus, Lola. <laughs> um, just have a great time doing it. We've been to so many beautiful places in this country and met so many great people along the way, but it's always a great day to come back to North Carolina and play at Merlefest. And you're from North Carolina, right? You're from Siler City. Where is that? I am. I am right in the center of the state where 64, U.S. 64 intersects with U.S. 421. Siler City, North Carolina. So have you played Merlefest before? Yes, we sure did. We played it in, I believe, 2015. I think my date's right on that. Mm-hmm. And you're looking forward to it, I bet. Oh, I'm so excited to get back. Merlefest is always such a great, great fun time. Um, there's there's lots to do. We play two sets during during the day on Friday. We play the Watson stage at 1245, and then we'll be at the Walker Center at 415 with a meet and greet at 2, um, right there in the CD tent. And in between those times, you better believe that we're going to be walking around and checking out the other stages and talking to people and just enjoying the atmosphere and the beautiful weather. Well, it sounds like it is going to be beautiful weather. You know, we've had a bit of a cold snap, but it is warming up, and it looks like it's going to be just beautiful for people to head up into that Boone, Wilkes County, Wilkesboro area for Merle Fest. So, Carolyn, tell me a little bit about um, the duet that you guys did with uh, Soul Man. I want to hear about that. 
Oh, that was something really special. We got the song Jesus and Jones, which was a tribute song to George Jones. And we knew the minute we heard it that we wanted to do a duet on it, we wanted to try to bring in a special guest. And Sam Moore was just the perfect choice. He and George were lifelong friends and had done many things, many projects together and, and worked together on several occasions. And so we got connected with him through some mutual business partners. And Sam agreed to come and do the song. Sam had never performed bluegrass before. He had never done a bluegrass number. So he was excited to be included on a bluegrass project. That was a first for him after his many years of being a, as I was, see, he's in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. He's in the Grammy Hall of Fame. He has been named as Rolling Stone, one of Rolling Stone's top 100 vocalists of all time. And we just had a fantastic time. It was kind of intimidating for me to go in the studio and sing with Sam Moore. Somebody that fantastic, but boy, he just—he is such a mentor and such a great guy. He made—he made put everybody at ease and made it just an all-around fun time for everybody. So, is this on your latest album release? This song? No, Jesus and Jones is on our 2014 release. All the way is the name of the CD. And um, well, tell me about this latest release. Your your vagabonds. Oh, Vagabonds. It's my favorite so far, but doesn't every artist say that about their new CD? Uh, Vagabonds was a CD that was really unintentionally put in motion many years ago. I went to see a Sawyer Brown concert and heard the song Gypsies on Parade that Mark Miller wrote, which was a song about traveling and being on the road, because at that time they were on the road more than they were at home. Many, many tour dates. And the song really struck a chord with me, and I knew that I always wanted to record it, but it just wasn't the right time then. We had, been to, we had talked about it every CD since then, and just never felt like it was the right time. And finally, we got to Vagabonds, and it was definitely the right time. After being on the road as much as we've been for the last four years or five years now since we've been full-time, it related to us in a different way. This is a song that you can't just sing it. You can't just hear it to get it. You really have to live it. And we had been living that song for several years, and it just happened. And the whole CD developed around that song. It's called Gypsies on Parade. Um, it's going to be our, our new single release off that, off that project. Our first single was a song called Still Small Voice that was co-written by Jimmy Fortune and Tony Lopesinski. Tony Lopesinski was the guitar player for a band called Train. I don't know if you remember them yeah, or not. Yeah, very exciting. Um, and Jimmy also came in the studio and sang with us on that song. So we've been really blessed to have some, some great vocalists to perform with us. And we're just really happy. We, we're happy about this whole project. It's got some great music on it, um, a lot of great story songs that we've collected and all of them relate either directly to us or stories that people have told us when we're out on the road. And 
it's it's just a, a project about our travels and about the people we've met and the things we've seen. Wow, that's really beautiful. You know, the show, my show here is called Speaking of Travel, and <laughs> it's just, you know, when I hear people talking about these uh, life-changing and the memories that are made when they're traveling, and you know, and we don't have to be talking about exotic travel to, you know, far-off lands. We're talking about just right here in our own backyard and, and right here in our own country and uh, and it sounds like you guys have been really out there and talking to people and uh, and and building a fan base and just having fun. We have we've had a great time in this band. Um, we've got great guys playing with us. We all turn into a big family when you're out that long in such a small space. And the amazing thing is, growing up here in Sour City, I would always hear people talk about. There's hunters around here that would talk about going to North Dakota or going to Montana and. Um, just places all over the country, people would come back in from vacations and how beautiful this was or how spectacular that was. And as a little girl, I remember thinking, wow, I wish I could go do that. I wish I could go see that, but I never thought I would get to. And now it's like living a dream. I've been to so many places. I've been to most of the major tourist areas that you think about in this country, and it just continues. Every every year we're adding more dates. We're going more places. Next weekend, uh, well, actually this coming weekend, the weekend before Merle Fest, we're going to be up in Chicago again. Um, so it's, you never know where we're going to end up. It's a new adventure every weekend. Well, I can't thank you enough, Carolyn, for being on the show. And I'll tell you what, I am looking forward to hearing the band uh, during that weekend at Merle Fest and, and meeting you and, and your hubby and your your group there. And uh, you guys have a wonderful time in Chicago. And thank you so much for uh, for being here with us today. Thank you. I really appreciate you having me on today, and I look forward to meeting you. That sounds great. Hey, this is Marilyn Ball. You've been listening to Speaking of Travel, our special Merlefest edition. And remember, you can go to www.merlefest.org, or you can call 1-800-343-7857. And remember, this is the 31st year for Merlefest. So if you've never been, like I've never been, you need to get yourself some tickets. You can get a day ticket. You can get a couple of days ticket. You can get the four-day ticket. You get yourself up there by Boone and Wilkes County, and it's going to be so beautiful. There's going to be so much to see and do, and it's just going to be a really fun time. So get yourself up there to MerleFest at MerleFest.org. You can call 1-800-343-7857. Go out and have a great week. Have a great experience up at Merle Fest and remember don't postpone joy.